Hi, and welcome to my podcast. Okay, here is the story. I'm the host, Dee Burns. A story by definition is an account of imaginary or real people and events told for entertainment. I believe life is a story, and I feel honored to tell you these stories, and if given the chance, I would love to tell your story. On this episode, in my five-part series on the TV show Emergency Call, check local dates and times, I saved the best for last as I will be interviewing the amazing and beautiful Jazzy, is it Betcher? It is. Okay. Yes. <laughs> From the Waukesha, Wisconsin Call Center. Welcome, Jazzy. And I'm so glad to have you here. And I have so been looking forward to this. Oh, my gosh. So before we start, um, I just need to get some business out of the way. Sure. We are always looking for sponsors and or advertisers. If you're interested, please email me at okayhereisthestory at gmail.com. Please don't forget to include all of your contact information. You will now be able to find this podcast on whatever platform you use for your podcasts. You will also be able to find the newest episode uploaded to my website, okayhereisthestory.com. All of our social media links can be found in, in this show's description. For future episodes, I want to discuss music and how my experiences have affected my life. If you have a story about your favorite song, group, concert, you would like to share your story, please send me an email to okayhereisthestory at gmail.com. Unless otherwise noted, I will share your story and your first name only. If you're interested in being interviewed for the podcast, please include all of your contact information. Finally, if you would like to make a donation to this podcast, you can find me on my GoFundMe page. Okay, here is the story. All donations will be used to purchase hardware and software for this podcast. No one involved with the show will be paid. GoFundMe is a secure page for donations. The link to my page is provided in this show's description. Also, I would like to thank those that have already donated to my podcast. Larry, my best friend from four years old, Stacy, and um, my other friend, Heidi. Thank you very much, and thanks for believing in me. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> the day I've been looking forward to, and the day that I have talked to everyone uh. <laughs> about. Welcome, Jazzy, to my podcast. Welcome again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have a little story for you before we really get into the show. Okay. I sent you an email explaining who I was yeah. and how obsessed I was with the show. Emergency call. Check your local listings. <laughs> Just so you know, in all the other episodes, every time I said emergency call afterwards, I said check your local yeah, listings. Yeah, we need more viewers. Because <laughs> it's, it's different here in Wisconsin. It's on Friday nights here. Yeah, it's a weird and time. I yeah. think I was looking at someplace else and it was like on Tuesday night. And I was yeah. like, what? When it but first it, came out, I think they were doing Mondays. It's been kind of all mm -hmm. over the week. It's been weird. But yeah. We're always at work and we always try to like throw it up on the big screen. But Oh, you do? Yeah, but we... Oh, that's we have awesome. to read captions, so it's not well, the same yeah. intensity. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's but. true. <laughs> but I asked you if you could come on the show as the big finale for yeah. my five-part series. <laughs> I gave you all my contact information in the email, and I have to say, never, <laughs> never in a million years would I have ever thought that you would have called me Aww. and said, yeah, I would love to do the podcast. Yeah. And I was freaking out, okay? Okay. So mm -hmm. after we got off the phone, mm -hmm. my just so you know, my best friend, he was over here when you called. Yeah. And while I'm on the phone with you, I was freaking out. Right. And and like, are you okay? So I, Yeah. So I got off the phone and I was like, 
Jazzy just from emergency call just called me and I was totally freaking out. I immediately called my son at work. He he works the third shift at, like you. Yeah. And I called him and I'm like, oh my God, you're never going to believe who's coming on the podcast. And so then I, um, I stayed up late because my other son is a Marine. He's deployed in Australia. So I... No, I'm sorry. I got up really early in the morning. I got up mm-hmm. like at two o'clock in the morning because it's like seven o'clock at night there. Right. And I wanted to tell him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I stayed up, you know, really, or I got up really early and I called him in Australia and I was like, oh my gosh, dude, listen. And he was all excited. So everybody's been excited. Yeah. So um, the Waukesha County Communication Center is the largest public service answering point in Waukesha County. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about Waukesha yeah. County, just so you know. <laughs> this center answers all wireless 911 voice and text calls mm-hmm. for the county. Most non-emergency calls and dispatch services for 31 of Waukesha County's 37 municipalities. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I had no idea Me that neither. it was Before so big. I I'm like, oh, this is all of us? <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so all that being said... How many calls approximately do you get a day? Oh, well, I don't know if you remember the storm we just had. Yes. But just, it was on a Tuesday night. Normally yes. on a Tuesday night from 6 to midnight, we'll get about 200 calls. Oh my the gosh, storm really? put us at 700 calls in six hours. Oh my gosh. So that's, it, it really ranges. I mean, okay. you know, like we went from 200 on a normal Tuesday to an, like, I think it was a, uh, 363 increase percent, whatever. And I was like, okay. So, yeah, I can't even answer that. <laughs> it's that is so, crazy. Yeah, it depends on the day, what mood people are in, the weather, if there's a festival going on, if it's rain. I mean, there's so many factors that really just you could go from nothing to all of a sudden, like, it's super busy and everybody's, like, running around. So, yeah. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, the first time we're introduced to you yeah. on the show, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later because okay. I'm a little pissed off at ABC. I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Like so a little bit. <laughs> so the first time we see you, uh-huh. you are going on a morning run or like yeah, an afternoon well, run because I know you work third shift. Yeah. I am a big runner. I usually run afternoon because I sleep right away in the morning. Right. So yeah, that was probably okay. probably noon and the hottest day of my life. So <laughs> I know. Oh my yeah. gosh. So you have some beautiful dialogue yeah. that is dubbed over the video of mm-hmm. you running. You describe the sadness of the difficult calls, but you say it has made you better. Yeah. How do you think being a nine one one operator has made you a better person? I think it just allows me to Stop thinking about myself, which I don't do probably enough anyways. Yeah. And and it just makes me like put myself in other people's shoes. And so when I'm having like really hard days, I then can like sit back and just be a little more grateful of like the little things I have. Because some of the calls that you might not think are a big deal, that's someone's like emergency crisis right now. Yeah. You know, even if it's like someone took ice cream from my cart. You know, we've getting we've gotten calls like that, and you want to laugh about it, but you're like, obviously that's probably deeper than just the ice cream being removed yeah. from their car. You know, so I'm like, wow, whatever they're going through, like, it humbles you. It, yeah. You know, it's 
I think that's what it's made me appreciate the life I have right now. So, Because I think, I don't know what episode it was on and I don't know who said it, yeah. but I feel like one of the operators, or maybe it was even Luke Wilson, said <clears throat> that when people call you, it's probably at the worst moment of their life. Yeah, because like no one wants to call nine one one. No, and it, the number one person that doesn't want to call is a dispatcher. None yeah. of us want to make yeah. that call. Well, it's just know? like a doctor doesn't want to go to the hospital. Right. So yeah, I mean they're not calling just to chat. Yeah. And so when you answer, it's like, okay, you know, like it's it's intense sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. And I will say that you were the only, you were the <laughs> only. 911 operator that they gave such an extensive introduction to. Yeah. I was like, okay. I know. It was awesome. Yeah. That was, was probably like, not that exciting. I'm I'm but okay. That was probably my most favorite part oh, of all 10 episodes yeah. because just what you were saying mm -hmm. and you know you were running and then they had all this other stuff going yeah. on and I'm sure that stuff goes through your mind. Oh, I mean yeah. not not That's specifically why I run, but you know. Yeah. To, to filter all of it, yeah. you know, it's like my escape. Yeah. Like the one time that I can be truly selfish with myself is when I'm running, yeah. you know? So yeah, it's, that is like very, very accurate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, okay. So my background mm -hmm. is in medical clinical research for new drugs and devices that want to get FDA approved. Okay. This is not a career that you go to college for, no. <laughs> and I did fall into that career. Okay. I had it for 25 years, but I fell into it. Yeah. How did you get started being a 911 operator, and did you go to school for this particular field? I did not. I actually worked at Arby's for <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, please support 12 them. years. Please support them. Yeah. We have an Arby's right down the road. Good. Go get some roast beef. Well, we, <laughs> they need it. We get the Reuben. Oh, the Reuben is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And the Euro's not bad either. Yeah. But aside from that, um, so I had been working there for 12 years. I tried the school thing, never really like knew what I wanted to do. So I'd constantly enroll and then be like, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and then... I don't know. And I always got good grades, but I would just be like bored, you know? Yeah. I needed something that had like fulfillment, you know, right. something that left me like satisfied. Like I did work today, you know, and Arby's stopped doing that for me. So I yeah. just kind of started looking for jobs. And I remember when I was a kid, my mom and I would always watch um, nine one rescue nine rescue. one one. Remember that with the they would do like yes, reenactments. It, yeah, it was um Robert Stack, yeah, wasn't it? It was yeah, him. yeah. And I was like, and I saw that there was like a nine one one dispatcher, and I was like, oh, like maybe I'll just apply. And then here I am today. <laughs> so really, no rhyme or reason, or it was just one you fell into. Yeah, yeah. And I believe there's a path, so I'm like, yeah. I'll try it out. You know, yeah. So yeah, it's great. How long was your training? And explain what is involved because I will say that um, gals from the Alaska 911, yeah. they're twin sisters. Okay. And, and the one, she's been doing it for years. Right. But the other one said, you know, I just came on. I'm just finishing my six months of training. Oh, yeah. Ours is even longer. Really? I would say when I started, um, we didn't have as many people training at the same time. So I think I got through the training in seven months. But now, because we've taken on more agencies, there's new procedures and protocols and policies constantly, always changing. I would say probably a year. So we start with six wow, weeks. really? Yeah, we start with six weeks in the classroom, and then you have to learn every police channel that we dispatch oh, yeah. for the fire channel, 
um, teletype, which, you know, is like warrants and mm-hmm. things like that. And then just answering the phone, which is actually the hardest part. Right. So, yeah. It's about a year. Wow. That's and then incredible. That's taking all the things that could go wrong. Like if you lose somebody, then you got to kind of slow training down to fill. It's a, yeah. 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 So it's rigorous. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't realize it was that much training. Yeah. Anyway, in a little bit, we're going to discuss the calls received by you and or the Waukesha Call Center in general, Mm -hmm. minus those calls. What is the most harrowing call you have ever received? So it can't be a call that was on TV. I, it's weird because after a while, you kind of. See, I wondered about that. If you kind of got desensitized to that. I I did wonder about that. But you, yeah, it's not shocking anymore. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, no, it does. I get it. Being yeah. in the medical field, I yeah. understand. It's yeah, like, oh, that's another one of those. You yeah. know. So that, I hope that doesn't sound bad, but you no. kind of get. Used that's a fair to it. answer. Yeah, yeah. That's why our mental health in the industry is so important. I know. People stop thinking about how severe taking things like that is on yeah. the phone because they're so used to it. Well, yeah. You know, so. I think for me in, in general is anytime someone calls and they've like found their parent gone or passed away, that always Oh, just, see, I, I didn't even know. think about that. It's just sad. Like I don't even think about those kind of calls because yeah, I'm sure you get those. Yeah. Oh, all the time. And like, it's sad when like one of the questions is, are they beyond any help? And you, you mm. never want to hear yes because you want to try and help them, yeah. right? So then when they say yes, it's just like, that's it. It's a very weird It would be. Thing. I've never even like, thought of that. Yeah, and I've taken a couple from, like, men that found, like, their mom. Oh, and it's no. just, it hits you different when a man cries calling and saying that. It's just a different thing. I don't know. It's That has always been really, really hard for me. Like, wow. Like, what do you do yeah. with that? You know? And it's over the phone so whatever emotion you're right. feeling because you want to feel for them but how yeah. do you convey that over the phone it's a it's a tough thing you know yeah and saying i'll be there we're here for you it almost doesn't feel like enough because we're not physically there i know for you. It's, i know yeah but you are i will say the gals from new orleans mm-hmm. i love those gals yeah. oh my gosh i would have loved to have them on my podcast <laughs> but they 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 say the same thing i yeah. mean it's you want to be there for the person. Right. You just want to hug them and you want yeah. to say, okay, we'll get through this. And, right. and I will say, you know, as I told you in our communication, I have multiple sclerosis. Yeah. And that's, I mean, not that it's a joke, but it's kind of the unwritten joke that my best friend and my son, I am terrified they're going to find me. Oh, right. I can, yeah. And, and I don't want that to happen. Right. And it terrifies me. It scares me to death. And yeah. they're like, don't worry about it. They're right, like, right. I know, but it, it does. It it, it it does terrify yeah. me. So I can't imagine being on the phone and it's, trying yeah. to help somebody. Yeah, it's definitely a very hard thing to <sighs> take on. So after watching you and the stress that you must experience every day, and I and Luke Wilson did say mm-hmm. in one of the shows that 911 operators have a span of a two-year career, yeah. which blows my mind. Mm-hmm. How do you leave your job behind when you clock out at night? And if so, how do you do it? Well, it's tough. When I was... So I'm a supervisor now. Right. Yeah. I know. So when I was a dispatcher, it was it was a lot easier because I could just you just unplug and leave. So really? 
you unplug yourself from the situation. It's a tough thing to like train yourself to do though, because then you have the car ride home. Right. You know? Right. So I, I will admit lately I've been struggling with like turning my brain off. Like I lay down and I'm like, yeah, like everything, you know, that's my problem. So, yeah. So for me, I just try to enjoy the time I have off, which is why I run and work out so much. And then I just try to look at work as a part of my day. It's a part of my day where I'm doing really good, but it's not my whole day. How does it, how do I not let it absorb me? Making the best of everything else you know because sometimes it can be 12 hours of a lot of sadness you know yeah so yeah am i prepared to go in there knowing that that could be the entire shift so i try to set myself up before i go to work by making sure like did i make myself enough food did i get all the things i wanted to do done before i have to go in so i'm not like also taking on the community's stress, but stress because I didn't mm-hmm. do the things that make me happy. Oh, yeah, that's true. You I know? didn't even think about that. Yeah, so I am a big advocate for that at work. You know, we do work a lot of long shifts. I'm like, you got to do stuff for you because yeah. the community needs you 100% when you're here. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've done this five-part series, yeah. as I as we've discussed. and I've been offering up a little bit of changes or advice to okay. ABC. <laughs> throughout that's cool and this is one of them okay okay abc please pay attention <laughs> i kind of feel like they treat the waukesha call center as the redheaded stepchild we definitely are and why I, i'm just kidding um it was tough uh like i said in the beginning it is hit or miss so when we were yeah. when they were there i mean it would be so funny like they'd be filming for eight hours they leave and we get a huge call I'm like, why aren't you here now? We have right? a pursuit going on. People oh are getting my gosh. chased. And okay, so they only come in it. for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and they would try that to does come make in sense. during the busy periods, which are unpredictable, really. Right. Right? So, you know, they're not going to come in at yeah. in the morning. When, yeah, you know. that's true. So that, I think, is why. So they got good calls from us, but... Again, like it really just was, are they there when they're, you know? Yeah. And then again, COVID had them restricted quite yeah. a bit. So that was just a big issue to work around. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, where are we? Why are we not cool? Like, <laughs> no. And we're going to, we're going to get cool guys. <laughs> we're going to get to my opinion of that later on in the okay, podcast. I so. promise you everybody's cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So while the, sh- now I'm going to be a little bit of a TV geek here. Okay. okay? While the show is shooting. Approximately how many ABC employees are in the call center while the operators are working their shift? Um, so we had two rooms. We had the main room where all the dispatchers were, and mm-hmm. then they had all their equipment set up in our training room. So I would say maybe like 20 people total that were like in the building. Like, Isn't that distracting? No. It wasn't. I, mean, I was like really nervous at first, but they were so cool. Yeah. That like we all became like friends. Oh, good. I was so relaxed. Yeah. I mean, at first I was like super nervous because I was like, I don't really wear makeup. And I'm like, oh, I'm not doing, are they going to do makeup? Because I don't do makeup. You know, like little We're going to talk about that too okay. in a little bit. So just like stuff like that where I was like. But then once I was like, no, I'm just, I literally like would have a pep talk with myself every day. Like, nope, just go and do yourself because it doesn't matter. You <laughs> don't need makeup. You are well, so I beautiful. I just thought TV, I know. that's what they do. Well, yeah, you like, would no, think. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> you would think. Yeah. So I was glad that they true. did it. That is true. Yeah. But I know like some of the girls had like a ton of makeup on. I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but it's fine. I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm just not my I'm thing. I'm at work. So, 
But it was, yeah, they were super cool, and it wasn't scary at all. Okay. And though, like, the first one was. <laughs> so what, this is something, and I was telling my best friend this afternoon, yeah. I said, I have always wanted to ask somebody who's on TV, mm -hmm. I've always wanted to ask them these questions. So here it goes. Okay. What's it like to be on TV? I mean, do people recognize you? So... Uh, hold on. What's it like to sit in your living room? As you can see, I have a 55-inch yeah. TV, oh. which we're going to discuss that later yeah. on too. But how do you sit on your couch and be like, whoa, there I am? It's funny you say that. So the episode that I was in actually aired on my birthday. <gasps> really? Ironically. It was kind of cool. Oh, I hope you had like a huge party. And like, oh my God. But I am also very, very like chill and not like a look at me person. So I'm like, no, I told all my friends, I'm like, we're not watching it. I was like, I don't want to watch myself. Like, weird. They're so up close. That I didn't trim my nose hair. Like, I know. We're going to talk about that. Right. So we're going like, to talk about that. I was like, I don't, I don't want to watch it. So to be honest with you, we had went out to dinner for my birthday and the show aired at nine. And I, for some reason we got back before nine and my phone then started like blowing up because people oh, saw I'm me sure. on TV, you know? And I was like, okay, should I like turn it on? Like, <laughs> what does that make me look like? I just told everybody no, but also what are they looking at? So then I, we did turn it on and yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Oh, I know. It I think that would so be so weird. weird. Yeah. Super weird. <laughs> well, I will say that, you know, my youngest son that is in Australia, when he was like, oh, he probably four years old. Yeah. Um, my boss at the time her daughter was the press person for Tom, Senator Tom Harkin. Okay. And so she asked me, would your son be willing to be in a commercial for Tom Harkin? And I was like, yeah. Why not? And I tell you, that just Make the time big. that aired, I mean, it was him. It wasn't yeah. me. But I was so excited to see him on TV. Yeah. I was like, yes, look at their space. I, I think it's different when it's not you. Like, really? I was super like. When like some of the other girls got on in their episodes, I was like, oh my God. But then when it was like me, I was like, no, 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 turn it off, turn it off. And so the next night I worked and I walk into the dispatch center and everybody has it. We have like five TVs in there. And I'm like, why is that on every TV, guys? We have calls to dispatch. Like I was so awkward about it, which probably made it more awkward. I, yeah. Looking back, I'm like, Jesse, <laughs> yeah, no for that. <laughs> How many times have you Googled your name? Um, in the beginning, quite a bit. Cause I, okay. So it's funny. Cause we were like, what are the reviews saying? You know? Oh, well that's true. I didn't even think about oh, that. would have been that a good question. Fun. Some people were like, um, this is fake. Like some people thought that the show was not real calls. Like they thought this was scripted and that we were actors. And I was like, I wish, I wish right? this was fake and that we were making this all up and these horrible stories that you're now hearing on ABC weren't real. But it was 100% real. Okay, so let me <laughs> ask you this, because I did a lot of research, yeah. as you'll hear in my very first episode, mm -hmm. because I do a whole summary yeah. about the show, and I did a lot of research on it. Now, Andy Denhart, he was, um, I forget what website, and I talk about it mm -hmm. in the first one, um, but he talked about how it was fake and everything, and, yeah. and how, how the operators had no emotion, and I thought, right. what the the hell show are you watching yeah. because i'm watching women cry and wiping their eyes right. and, but anyway that's beside the point but anyway it does say at the beginning of the show and throughout the show mm -hmm. that the calls are reenacted so this is this is how i'll speak to that so like in our center we obviously with covid things were a lot slower at periods mm -hmm. so some of the calls were like 
like recordings from prior to filming. So they were okay, like, okay, so they were do you have any ways back okay. to get more calls into the okay. show? They were like, can you find a call that you took back in like March that okay. you think would would be good? Okay. So we would go find it. We have, you know, obviously we have the ability to Thousands. make recordings. Yeah. And we would use those calls too to help build the show. They weren't fake. They just weren't calls that right, were taken that, at that exact okay, moment. Okay. So okay. that's why that they wanted sense. to be honest when they aired it saying their reenactments as in when you hear the dispatcher talking, the call was from before. Okay. Not made up. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I don't know that they could have worded it better. I kind of thought, well, it does sound weird when you use the word reenactment. Yeah, because, because you know, as we yeah. talked about, Rescue 911, right. was, that was a reenactment. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, I just figured it was actors and actresses, and that's what I talk about. Yeah. The first one is that it's actors and actresses reading the scripts. No, yeah, no, they're all real dispatchers, and those oh. are real calls. So. Okay, well, the internet lied because yeah. the internet well, said it was actors we like, and actresses. It's, it's funny because when we were reading the reviews, that was like almost what everyone was saying, this is fake, this is fake, and I'm like, it was almost offensive just because we had to like yeah. go through that terminal yeah. taking those calls. And then you're like saying it's fake. And I'm like, oh, cool. Because like my emotions aren't, you know, right. like it was tough to hear right. that. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's real. <laughs> I promise. Cow people. <laughs> yeah. So. So right. <laughs> I'm okay. Some people are so mean. Yeah. So some of the call centers have like a million screens yeah. all over the freaking walls. Mm -hmm. How many screens do you have directly in front of you seven. and what's on them? So we have seven screens. We have one that's solely for like internet so we can like search for things, you know, really? get like information. Then we have a phone screen that also has a map to the phone. So two screens up top. And then we have the radio screen that allows us to connect to all our officers and uh, fire departments. And then we have our CAD, which is the system that we run mm -hmm. the calls through and everything like that. And that's three screens. So we have and uh, you have all, all that the TVs. You have all that at your desk. All at our desk, yeah. Boy, how do you watch all that? You just you get used to it. You just boy, that's yeah, a lot. You just, you just get used. No to No wonder it. you run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So back in the day, mm -hmm. when you called 911, mm -hmm. <laughs> I know you look like a beautiful 20 years old. So oh, I'm <laughs> older than that. I'm way <laughs> older than that, so I can remember this. Yeah. But you were usually, when you would dial 911, mm -hmm. you usually were contacting the local police department right. or fire department directly. Yeah. With these call centers now, mm -hmm. I've done a lot of research and I've learned a lot. Yeah. Um. The process seems to be different it when you is. call 911. So yeah. can you give us an example of if somebody called 911, what is the process now? So for Waukesha County, when you call 911, it comes into the Consolidated Dispatch Center, which is us. So we okay. dispatch for the entire county with the exception of like, I don't know, I'm just going to throw a number out because I, I don't want to count. But we'll say like three or four departments. They have their okay. own thing going on. Um, so then we shoot it out. To those departments okay so if you live in the city of brookfield yes they have their own police department there and you might find a number online for their police department but it'll get routed to us and we take okay. all the information we create the call and we give it out to the police officers oh. or fire department to 
to respond. Okay. And we still get people to this day that think they're calling direct to the police Well, because that's how it was back in the day. And I thought I called New Berlin. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we dispatch for them. How can I help you? So it's pretty common. That was the problem with the New Orleans um, call center. They had a call and, you know, everything down there is a parish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Everything. Yeah. But they had a person who was in Jefferson Parish, Mm -hmm. but somehow they got routed to the New Orleans call center, okay. which is across, there's a body of water yeah. there. And she was like, I, and she said, sometimes calls get misrouted. They do. It's all about your cell phone. Okay. And uh, the cell phone towers. Okay. It's very interesting. Like we've, I mean, it, uh, we get calls from Oak Creek sometimes. You're kidding. Yeah. Like it's weird. It's, it's not often, but yeah, I mean, there's quite a few times where I'm like, where are you? Wauwatosa? Oh, okay. It's just wow. your cell phone hits off the tower. Um, and for those of you who aren't local, Wabatosa is a long way from Waukesha yeah, County. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a long yeah, way. Yeah, it's long enough, yeah. So. Wow, that mm-hmm. is weird. Okay, so one other thing I wanted to talk about for ABC as a criticism, and I kind of talked about it in the very first one that I recorded that was just a summary of the show in general. Sure. But I want to bring it up again. Okay. ABC. There is no woman in the world ever that wants a camera that close to her face. Seriously. Seriously. Or their feet. There was a couple episodes where they got my feet. I'm like, please don't look at my feet. I'm a runner. I'm like, why are you down there? (laughs) Get up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh. And I, like I said, I'm not like a look at me person. Right. So... I contemplated hard about even doing it just because I was like, I don't want to be all out there. And they were so close. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I have 17 eyelashes. Good to know. (laughs) Right? I'm like, yeah. I I don't think I ever got comfortable with that. And not that all the dispatchers are women. Because some of them are men. But yeah, they did get close to a couple guys' faces. But yeah, it's just... But they're like in your eyebrow. I know. Like I could see the hair follicles on my 55-inch TV. It is not fun to look over and see a big eyeball. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, I should have plucked one more. (laughs) Oh, no. Not you. I'm just kidding. All the people on the show are beautiful. I mean, I I have not seen one person that I'm like, damn. But... I mean, it's just like ABC. I know you're trying to create yeah. drama. I get it. Yeah, they, they got our eyes and like our but, hands. And I was like, I got to get my nails done because I clearly you're at my hands. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Cameraman, <laughs> back up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now I want to discuss a few of the calls that are highlighted on the show for the Waukesha uh, County Call Center. Sure. Some of the calls were ones that you took. Mm-hmm. Some of them weren't. Okay. Okay. So you might not be familiar with the ones that okay. you weren't, but I would think you would be. But. Yeah. Okay. So one of the first calls, and this is where I fell in love with you, okay. just so mm-hmm. you know. One of the first calls the show highlights is a situation where a gal's driving in her car and her, abo- uh, bleh, her abusive boyfriend is following her in his car. Yeah. And I believe she had children in the back seat. She did, yeah. Okay. She was driving, but she had no, first of all, she had no idea where she was at. Yeah. She was terrified because he was following her in his car. And I believe he had just pulled her hair. He had just had some physical altercation with her. You were so brilliant. 
because I, I will tell you, I, I take this show personally. Oh. I mean, I sit here and I get stressed out. I'm like, oh my God, what are they going to do? Yeah. This lady doesn't know where she's at, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, okay, I need to know where you're at because I want to get to a public space where I can have an officer waiting for you. Right. How brilliant are you? Yeah. Now, is that something you receive in training? Is that like part of a script on the screen I mean how do you do you just come up with it out of your mind um, I feel like we probably touched about it in training but I also just think I like think about life and I'm like what would you do what would I do or what would right. I want right because no one knows where I am and I don't know where I am so I was just like okay I need and we need to get this location so I, we can have a cop intervene, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, I was just like, okay, we got to tell me what you see, you know? Yeah. Sometimes people don't know streets, and honestly, it's hard when you're driving. It is, because I will say in Wisconsin, yeah. as much as I love the state, I'm yeah. originally from Iowa, I do okay. love Wisconsin, but y'all need street signs yeah. on all the streets. And they need to be, like, out. Like yes. sometimes they're like set so far back yes. and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I, I passed that one already. Okay. Maybe the next one will tell. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, there's a lot of that. So I'm like, uh, it's a big thing we train on is knowing our geography. So if somebody <laughs> goes, oh, I'm by McDonald's and quick trip. You, well, that could uh, be every block in right. Wisconsin. But you, you're so right. I'm like, yeah, I think I passed six of them on my way here in three speedways. I know, right. <laughs> it's like there's so many. I know. Um, but that really does help if you know that because then you you can tell them where they are instead of waiting for them to try to figure out where they are. Right. We have a map. They don't. Okay, so, so that, that was the other thing I was going to mm -hmm. ask you. So on the show – as the call's taking place, they've yeah. got a map on the show, and you can see the police going yeah. and, and whatnot. Is that kind of what you guys have? I mean, can you see the car moving? Yeah, we have um, – our squads have GPSs, so we can okay. see where they are for the moment. Okay. I'd say 95% of the time that works out really, really well. Obviously, not technology is not perfect, so right. sometimes it's slower lagging, and I'm like, I, I thought you were at – Highway up. You're not there yet? Okay. Yeah. You know, so that does help. So, like, sometimes when people are like, where are they? Where are they? We can look at our map and be like, oh, it looks like they're right up the road. Okay. You know? Okay. Because so. you had said to the lady, please read me the next street sign you drive by. Mm -hmm. And she did. And you're like, okay, there's a church. Yes. Because I and, knew the area a yeah. little bit. Yeah. And you had her pull into this church parking lot. And when she pulled in, there was two officers yes. there already. And I... If I remember correctly, I believe her boyfriend followed her into the church parking lot. Yeah, did he not? I think and then so. they then they talked to him yeah, and, and you know they, did whatever. But right. um, I just I was I like I said that that was when I first fell in love with you because I'm like this woman is brilliant. I would have never thought of that. I would yeah. have never. But again, you're, I'm not trained in it. Right. You're trained in it. Yeah. And I, I just wasn't sure if it was part of your training or if it yeah. just popped into your mind. Like, I it's think I'll tough, just... It's tough because, like, this, this is the one job where you can't train for everything. That's just it. Right. Like, you you, you literally can't. Every situation no. is a little bit mm -hmm. different, right? Like, every one of them. Like, suicides, right? Mm. All of them are so yeah. different. You have callers that are very serious and, like, ready to go. And then you have ones where you're like... Are you joking? Is this a joke, a prank? But you have to treat everyone with enough severity. But 
a little bit different. How do I talk to a 15-year-old kid versus a 65-year-old male? Yeah. You know? That's just it. And the 15-year-old's going to want to commit suicide for way different reasons than right. the 65-year-old. And use a different type of method, Yeah. Too. So it's very... Yeah. You, you literally can't train for everything. So you just, you, you know, it's... I don't know. <laughs> I was just so impressed. I was so Thank impressed. So. Okay, so... <laughs> Now we have the serious call. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to have the funny call. Uh Oh my gosh. So this was probably one of my most favorite calls across the whole show. Uh It was you. A guy called you to let you know that he just did his tarot, 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 tarot cards. I remember him. Oh, my tarot buddy. (laughs) He was my buddy. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, so let me just give a little bit of a background (laughs) for those of you who may not have watched the show. (laughs) Let me tell you, this call alone is worth watching the show. So the guy did his tarot cards, and in doing them, he got death, Mm -hmm. temperance, the hanged man, wheel of fortune, justice, and the chariot. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I have no idea what tarot Me cards either, are. I, I have. It I've never. Cool. I've never seen a deck. And yeah, I, I haven't like, either. I'm play along. I know. <laughs> I, I like, know. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I want to say the second thing. You had the most. You should win an Oscar for it. <laughs> Thank the you. most amazing facial expression <laughs> on your face as he's telling you what he got in his tarot cards, and you were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> So then he told you, uh, or you asked him, again, I'm sure this is part of your, your training, but yeah. you were just so sweet. You asked the guy, what do those cards mean? Yeah. And he says, well, it <laughs> means that somebody's going to get hurt or I'm going to hurt somebody. I was like, oh, and you man, were like, <laughs> okay, well, so here's the funny part. Your very next question to this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is funny because I feel like this is this would be a standard question in the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> Have you consumed any drugs or alcohol? Today? <laughs> I had to ask. I, I literally was like, I need to know. Like, are we reading these tarot cards sober or? Are we oh my gosh! Like, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. And I I always feel bad when I ask first party callers that because it feels accusatory. Yeah, like, right. I don't want to accuse but, you, but also it it. You got it. Sometimes you're like, no, I got to ask. I got it. Yeah. But like, let's be honest. It's Wisconsin. Right. We, we consume a lot of right. alcohol. Right. And it was, it was late at night. Why are you up doing tarot cards, buddy? <laughs> like, oh my you gosh. go to bed, you I know. I told you, go to bed. Think, go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Because I think prior to that, he had told me that he had been awake for like 24 hours. Oh, really? Now they didn't show that part. Which prompted me to ask him that. That was a good, yeah. okay. Because I okay. said, okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. Because I remember him telling me that and then I remember him telling I when he said that he was going to hurt someone or himself right I I did ask him if there was anybody else there he said his girlfriend yes sleeping yes 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 that's the part I left out reason why I yeah but I I had I forgot about that part yeah yeah so so mm -hmm. then your next question to him Mm -hmm. um oh no 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 he he denied the alcohol and drug he use. Did. That's he what it was. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm mad at him. And, and then, and then uh, he started talking about how he could see things through the eye of his cell phone. Yeah, and you were like, 
okay, um, could you please tell me what is the eye of your cell phone? Yeah. And he's like, it's the camera. And I've been seeing beams of light in my camera. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Again. I wanted to be like, is the flash on? (laughs) I know, right? Right. Because let's face it. Sometimes people, I mean, he sounded like an older man. I don't know if he was or not. I know nothing about the guy. He was very young. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay, because I would have thought maybe this guy doesn't know how to work his phone. Right, right. Because let's face it, us older people, we have technology problems. We do. (laughs) But anyway, um, again, you asked him, Mm -hmm. have you consumed any drugs or alcohol today? Yeah, I I know because like, I'm like, is he going to admit to me? Like you, you, you do, you know, you, you know, when someone has in this job, you, you know, like we've had people call themselves in drunk driving and then say they got in an accident (gasps) and then admit that they had some drinks. Like when you're in that state, you don't know what you're saying sometimes. So I thought maybe I could like get him to at least admit it. See if I needed to add an ambulance or something. Right. Because maybe he was overdosing or this was reacting bad with his system. Yeah, that's true. So I was just like, because at that time I think I had only sent police. So I'm like, what if this is more and he does have a weapon and he's being evasive right. and not telling me everything, you right. know? So I, I'm now like, I will say this. We had a good relationship. I can ask him. I'm like, yeah. you know, so. And I will say this. You did ask him four times. Yeah. Oh, have yeah. you consumed alcohol or drugs mm-hmm. today? And, he, and each time he said no. I know. And then the police oh. officer showed up and, and he told the officer, oh yeah, I had a little LSD today. Yeah. And I'm like, buddy lied to me. We built a relationship in seven right? minutes and you lied. I was actually upset. I was like. You were. Because I was like. You were. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, you try really hard to connect with somebody to build that trust over a phone. Right. And like, we're doing our best to help you. And you lied four times. Yeah. I was like. You were like, oh, well, at least I he, at least he admitted job. it to the officer. Yeah. <laughs> well, said. yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, I. Never again, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. tell me how, as an operator, mm-hmm. how do you tell the difference between someone who may have consumed drugs and alcohol versus someone who may be having a mental health issue? Yeah. So that's a very, very fine line yeah. you have to dance around. I would think so. Um, we get people that, you know, are suffering from a mental illness and hallucinating. Right. And so, the, sometimes you can tell based on like prior call history, like, oh, this is that person. They call the time about this. They're not drunk. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because you know, I, one of the other shows they had. We have like repeat offenders, yes. you know? Yeah, so, repeat callers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like, I'm like, oh, and you almost, it's so much that you recognize the number. Yeah. And yeah. you, you kind of like have, a, they have, we have one guy that when he's not going through an episode, he'll just call in and say, hope you guys are having a good night. Oh. So, you know. But sometimes yeah, but you gotta get off the phone, dude. Yeah, dude, you dial nine one one, bro. Like, <laughs> like, thank you, but also I gotta go. Yeah, I gotta go, dude. I got work to so, do. Yeah, um, but yeah, like sometimes it is really hard because you don't want to like piss the caller off by right. being like, "Were you drinking tonight?" But like, say it's a domestic situation, and they're like, "My husband's drinking and he's being verbally abusive." I don't see anything wrong with being like, "Were you drinking as well?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's you true. Know. How like, much alcohol is involved? Right. Is it just Especially him here or are you also being verbally abusive? Right. Yeah. Are you still in the that's same true. room with him and why? Like, yeah. so so I, I, I find it more appropriate to ask than to not ask. But yeah, like with the people that you're on the line, like the... Like, just get them to talk more. Yeah. Without having you to talk more. And like, maybe there might be like slurring 
Right. If they've mm-hmm. had a lot of alcohol versus if you're having a mental health issue, you're right. pretty lucid. You're pretty. Yeah. And jo- yeah. like one time I was like, what'd you do today? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm like, did you eat anything? Mm, what did you question. have to drink? To, instead <gasps> of just you're coming tricky. right out. Because I feel like it's rude. Like, why are you attacking me? Like, hold on. I called you and now you're attacking me. You can get kind of sneaky about it and be like, what did you do today? What what did you have to eat? Oh, did you hang out with any friends? What did you guys do? Like, you are good. You should be a detective. I know I want to sometimes. I'm like, I'd be so good at it. You would. (laughs) I'm like, nope, they're lying. He's cheating on her. (laughs) Yeah, you would be good at that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's fun. It's kind of fun. I'm like, oh, yeah. we got it. We were right. I know. <laughs> they're like, yay. <laughs> okay, so the final phone call I want to discuss today yeah. was one that was not received by you, okay. but by another operator in the Waukesha mm-hmm. Call Center. Now, I believe in my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. this is the phone call that ABC saw, and they said, yeah, we need to give less time to Waukesha, Wisconsin. Yeah, this, I'm telling you, I think I know which call you're talking about, and I'm pretty sure you're right. <laughs> I was like, good Lord. <laughs> so here's a little background. Oh. So this lady calls 911. And from what I can understand, I didn't quite understand the entire phone call. Mm-hmm. From what I could understand, her parrot got out of the house. Yes. And it flew up to the roof yeah. of the house. Mm-hmm. For some reason... She went up to the roof of the house. I think her house. son did. She was trying to get her son back in the house. So she, okay. Yeah. I thought it was her. I think it was and her I son. And I thought she was like, up there with here. the parrot and a child. No, I think the child was out there and she was like freaking out. That It might have been both. Like I said, I like you said, I didn't take the call, but... Yeah, someone was out there with the parrot. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, well, but yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't understand why she was calling. I thought she was calling the fire department because, like, the ladder that she used or whatever yeah, fell, bird, and they were stuck up there. <laughs> it's gonna fly away. I know, and 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 she was sitting there. Oh, oh my god! Again, this is the call that's worth watching the yeah. show for. She's sitting there going, "Come here, baby." Come here, baby. Yeah. Meanwhile, and then she'd on be like, the phone. right, <laughs> on the phone with the 911 yeah. operator. Yeah. And she'd be like, come here, baby. Come yeah. here, baby. And then she'd look at her kids. She'd be like, get in the house. Yeah. I mean, she would like it, handle this parrot with kit gloves. And the then kid, she would yell at her kid. kid. Did get in? <laughs> and I don't remember the name, and I should have taken the time to look it up mm-hmm. today, but I don't remember the name of the operator that took the call. But she was so smart because she was like, now, if the fire truck pulls up with its sirens and lights, is it going to scare your bird? And I thought, that is an amazing question. Yeah. I would never think of asking that. Yeah. Like, it's a big truck. <laughs> I know, but I would have never thought of yeah, asking yeah. about, is, is your bird going to fly away? Right. And she did. And I was like, wow, that was really good. And the lady was like, no, 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 no. Don't, no sirens, no lights, no nothing. Because right. he'll fly away. Yeah. She's like, okay. So then she tells him, you know, no sirens, no lights. But... If you were to get a call like this, mm-hmm. how do you not die laughing? Because let me tell you, there's been several calls over the 10 episodes mm-hmm. that I'm thinking, how do you operators just be like, I got to take a minute because I really got to sit here and just die laughing at it's, these people. It's tough. Like, thank God for a mute button, <laughs> but we're pretty professional in a sense of 
Oh, very. We can like very professional. hold it out and just save those laughs and share it with the room. Like, guess what I just took, you know? So it's it's not hard because you're so zoned in. Like, you don't think about it until after. Like, how, Yeah, you know, I guess. Like, yeah. even though she was probably like, this is a crazy call. Like, you're not, I don't know. You're so you still got to ask the certain questions and follow. Yeah. So it, usually it just becomes a huge com- comedy show in the center. <laughs> I do. Like oh I, my gosh. I had taken a call for a woman that drove into her parking garage. Okay. The parking garage door closed. Okay. But she didn't have a key to go to her apartment. She goes, "I'm locked in my parking garage." Okay. I said, Okay, she's like, it's hot in here. If I wanted to lose weight, I would work out. I'm like, ma'am, are you still in your why, car? Why don't you drive out? She's like, yeah. I'm like, get out of your car. <laughs> so she's sitting oh, in her car okay. in the parking garage with all the windows up. And then didn't realize that you could just walk up to the parking garage garage door and just push the button. <laughs> are you kidding me? And I'm me? like. Oh my God. I just how long did she live of, there? I have no idea, but I just taught her how to get out of her garage. Like, she was so serious, too. She's like, if I wanted to lose weight. And I'm like, oh, my God. oh no, 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 no. How much am I making today? Right? <laughs> how much money am I making today? <laughs> Not like, enough. Yeah. So. It was super funny after, but I was like, during it, I was just more in disbelief. Like, this is, there's somebody that's going to call us in five minutes needing CPR, but right now. (laughs) And how do you you not be like, is this a joke? Yeah. Is this a joke? Is somebody calling, is this a joke? Beginning, this is their crisis. This is their emergency. It is. It is. But I mean, oh my gosh. Like to us, it's like, are you kidding me? You're right. You're right. What if like 10 other things happened to her? prior to that and that yeah. like was like the final straw for her like oh my god now i don't have my apartment key i'm done so you do kind of like think about that right like you're yeah, like oh man what man. if like her wallet was stolen prior and she just lost her job and now she so you just kind of think is like true. you know like if this was the only thing that happened to her that day i'd be like but we don't know. So we try yeah, to like. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. You have a good heart that way. Because I, I would be sitting there going, lady. I do. I'm like, sometimes How I'm like, big I... of a dumbass are you? <laughs> I know. I mean, really. Sometimes I'm like, why am I so nice? Because like, really, that was stupid. <laughs> but... Well, it's like at, at the very beginning, mm. the very first uh, podcast that I did about this show. Yeah. I say, when I first started watching the show, I was like, oh, I could totally be a 911 yeah. operator. Yeah. By the end of that show, I was like. No fucking way. It's so no way. intense. No way. There's yeah. no way. It's so intense sometimes. I'm like, what the hell just happened today? Like, I know. Like, oh my gosh. And, and like, it could be like a Monday afternoon. And, yeah. You know, I'm like, what is going on? And COVID was tough because oh yeah there was a lot of calls where people were calling people that didn't have masks on yeah that i mean and then just the safety of people having to respond to those houses without you know enough ppe i mean it was like crazy and then all the police stuff going on it was just yeah it was just like on top of the pandemic and that i think being a 911 dispatcher was like the hardest job next to being like a nurse i'm sure because like i mean it was just i'm sure you get all the first things and yeah like it's 
I don't even know. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how you guys do it. I really don't. Yeah. Okay, so now is the fun part mm-hmm. of the show. Okay. Anytime I interview anyone, like I've interviewed a lot of people, you're my very first, yeah. but this is the format we've set up. Um, anytime I interview anybody for my podcast, we have what's called the lightning round. Okay. If you are from Wisconsin, which you are, right? Yeah. Yeah. You get questions regarding Wisconsin. Yeah. If you're not from Wisconsin, then you we have another whole set of questions okay. for people who aren't. Okay. And, but you'll have one minute to answer yes or no. Okay. Okay. To these questions. Like an example is going to be seeing the bronze fonts. Yeah. And then you answer yes or no. Okay. 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 I'm ready. So let me set my timer here for one minute because right. we're going to see how many you can get no done whammy, in one no minute. Whammy. Oh, not one hour. <laughs> Again, talking about technology with our phones. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. Okay. Been to a fish fry. Yes. Visited Lambeau Field. No. Eaten a Culver's Butter Burger. Yes. Pumped gas at Quick Trip. Yeah. <laughs> Boiled brats in beer. Yes. Hunted deer. No. Owned a snowblower. Mm, yes. No. <laughs> yeah, Drank no. a spotted cow. Oh, yes. Eaten squeaky cheese curds. Yes. Went on vacation up north. Yes. <laughs> Saw a concert at Summerfest. Yes. Tailgated at Miller Park. Yes. Hated potholes with a passion. No. <laughs> okay. I don't like them, but. <laughs> Watched Making a Murderer. No. Eaten cherries in Door County. No. Ridden on a Harley. No. Been to the state fair. No. I know. I hated driving in Illinois. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Worn a Packers jersey to church. No. Gone uh, tubing during summer. Yes. Drank from a bubbler. Yes. (laughs) Known a youper. Yes. (laughs) Swam in the Wisconsin Dells. Yes. Owned camo clothing. Yes. Worn a snowsuit. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do that one again. Worn a snowsuit on Halloween. No. Said you don't have an accent. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do that. Okay. Well, you got 18 yeses. All right. All That's right. really good. All right. Yeah. Those, the like um, state fair one, this was going to be my year. Well, I was going to say, it. I thought you were going to yeah. go to the state fair when we talked. go and then we got really busy at work and then... I was just like, there's a lot of people and I'm sort of like conscious of the pandemic just because of having to work in close proximities with people. Like I worry about it. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. like, I'm just trying to be like, just respectful. Right. Like, not putting myself right. in those situations right. if right. I don't need to. So yeah. yeah, we ended up not going, which was a bummer because I really want that corn dog. Like <laughs> so bad. Like Okay. Oh. So I think I told you. Well, a little bit earlier in the show, I'm originally from Iowa. Okay. <laughs> Iowa has the largest Iowa State Fair. We are known around the world oh, wow. for our okay. state fair. Okay. It is huge. It's, it's right in the on the east side of Des Moines. Yeah. We have a huge fairground, huge campground. People, families have been camping at the Iowa State Fair for decades. Oh, wow. Okay. My boys are the fifth generation okay. to camp at the Iowa State Fair wow. in my family. And I mean, it's a big deal. And when I moved here, it was like, we went to the state fair and it was like, okay. Right. This is really small. This is a cool carnival. But (laughs) I will, right? But I will say that Wisconsin State Fair, my favorite thing to do there. And Mm -hmm. it's it's a booth and I don't know their name or nothing. Mm -hmm. But being from Iowa, they have corn on the cob. Yes. And they literally drown the cob 
in butter. Yeah. And then I don't know what seasoning they put on it. Yeah. Is it like oh the red stuff? Like yes. Red? Yeah. And it is the best corn on the cob. Yeah, I know. Iowa Everybody has nothing on that. Like, oh, I need. I know. I that and the corn dogs are like what I'm like waiting to go for. I'm like, yeah. I need, I need. I don't care about a cream puff. I don't really like cream that much. But yeah, I, I don't like, like the I'm cream puffs. Up. That's another whole podcast. Oh no. But, <laughs> so. Oh no. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and close the show okay. today. And I thank you so much for coming. And, you know, I, I've just, I've enjoyed you. I've enjoyed oh. all 10 episodes. Yeah. I've enjoyed talking to you on the phone, meeting you. Yeah. Uh, you have added so much to my life. I just oh, want you to know I that. It's just, that. you're, you're just an amazing, amazing person. And another thing I want to say is doing this five-part series was a huge eye-opener to me about the entire 911 system, yeah. how it originated, what it became, how we need to use our available technology that we have today to mm -hmm. make the system more accurate and easily available to every, every part yeah. of the United States. Yeah. Again, I want to thank my guest today, Jazzy. And um, having you here on was an amazing way to end this entire series. Thank so you. thank you very much. Thank you. So I'm just going to do a couple more things here. Um, again, you can find us at okayheresthestory.com. You can get the latest podcast episode, read my blog, or look for information regarding my upcoming book, I Got the Final Word. All of my social media links can be found on our website or in this show description. I also want to thank my son, Hunter, who is the executive producer and the CTO, which he says is not a real thing. I made it up. <laughs> a chief technology officer. Thank you, son, for your support and answering my stupid technical questions that I have every week. Thank you to my son, Wyatt, for supporting me and being my sounding board at 7 o'clock in the morning in Australia. Also, I want to th say thanks to the Marines that serve with my son and thank you for having his back and bringing him home safely. Everyone, have a great day. I'm sending you my love. Please take it and pay it forward to someone that deserves it in your life today.